0: Invest in daughters, sisters and wives. They're gonna change our lives as in women in girls. They'll make a better world. Invest Invest in her. Invest in
1: her invest in her. And now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co founder of the She Angels Foundation. As you know, we are all about funding women and bringing them resources. And today we have on one of the best resources in the industry. Uh, it's Hearst Labs. We have the director of finance and venture, Beth Devon. Beth, welcome to the show. How are you?
2: Hi, Catherine. Thanks so much for having
1: me. You know, um, what you all are doing at Hearst Labs is amazing. I want to talk all about it today so all of our listeners know about the incredible opportunities there. Um, I was on one of your recent um, online events, and I was just so impressed with all the support you give uh, to the entrepreneurs there and how excited they were about being in that collaboration, because it's, let's face it, it's not be easy being an entrepreneur, right? It
2: sure isn't.
1: These, these have to be people that have incredible passion and drive. Absolutely. So, but before we get into the program, which I definitely want to talk all about that, just want to talk a little about you. You, you just shared with me, you were born in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia, and uh, I too was it born in Virginia, Alexandria, um, right near DC. And uh, didn't know we had that in common. That's awesome. (laughs) But you grew up in New Jersey. I did. And now, where
2: is the Hearst Labs located? Well, that's a good question. So Hearst Lab is based in New York City. And prior to COVID, it was an in-residency program. But I'm actually based in the San Francisco Bay Area in the East Bay. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. So the in-person is where? in New York City at the Hearst Tower, right near Columbus Circle. Uh, I mean, one of the silver linings of COVID, if we can find one, is that we are now a virtual lab. We love it when our founders are there in our New York office, beautiful office space, and there's something magical that happens when people get to bump into each other on the floor or down in the um, cafe that Hearst has, and it's just an amazing building. I try to go there now, probably you know once a month or so, so I stay connected with my colleagues and some of the founders. But it's really enabled us um, as we move virtual to look much more expansively of the female-founded, female-led led uh, startup community. Right, which I know you're. That's
1: what you're very focused on is helping female founders, and uh, we love that. Uh, <laughs> Yes, the virtual has definitely opened up a lot of doors for people, but I'm like you. I like being in person. I used to yeah. actually live down the street from where your New York offices are. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a great area, great energy. Um,
2: you are known as the Tech Whisperer. How did you get that title? <laughs> well, um, I feel like I'm probably on my fourth career now, but you know, I started as a, a software developer early in my career. And moved up the ranks, and I held um, chief technology officer and chief information officer positions. So, most of my career I was an operator. And I, I found like I was one of those few people that lands in a career that was made for me. And one of the learnings I've had over the years, and even more so now that everything is tech enabled and digital. You know there's folks that CEOs and CFOs and heads of sales and marketing still not completely comfortable with technology. And my role as a technology leader was trying to bridge that gap and make people comfortable with you know choices, you know there's so many choices and so much money that has to be invested in technology. And when you're running a company, if you're if you're feeling uncomfortable with that, those big decisions, it's good to have a whisper in your ear
1: absolutely and I see you were affiliated with some very big well-known companies uh city Silicon Valley Bank uh Charles Schwab Turner Broadcasting so uh, it's great that you bring all of that expertise of corporate America to these startups and you know let's let's talk a little bit about this program um yes. it, it's an accelerator right part of it
2: you know um I, I would say Yes, we don't like to label ourselves that way. We're definitely past the incubator stage. Uh, in that, you know, when we are making decisions to invest in these female-founded startups, we want them to have, you know, an MVP, some minimal traction in the market, some proof points that demonstrate the problem they're solving and the solution they have um, have have potential, although still very early. Um, But we think of it more as a lab because not only do we make a pretty significant financial investment in the company, but we offer them 12 months of extensive services. And it's not a cohort-based program. So, you know, a lot of the accelerators, they'll have like a fall class and a spring class and all of the startups go through it together. We're always on the hunt for companies to invest in. And when we find a great company and a founder that we think, can really benefit from what we offer. We make an investment as soon as we can, bring them on board. And during that 12 months, depending on what stage they're at, what kind of help they need, you know, we really lean in. It could be helping them, you know, get their sales pitch right, land commercial deals. It might be offering up expertise in the healthcare space. Uh, It could be that we're helping them with hiring or getting prepared to do their next fundraise. We also provide technical help. Um, We have a UX designer who's done some amazing work on overhauling the user uh, interface and the experience. Um, And then we have like the best legal team. (laughs) You know, legal services are so expensive and young companies, a lot of times that's not, you know, their wheelhouse. And um, I I should say most times. (laughs) yes. So that's, you know, it it, it might seem rote, but it's a really important benefit. Um, Everything you've said is so important.
1: I mean, I can't even imagine being that lucky person that gets to be part of Hearst Lab, you know, that has this amazing tech idea, because I know you focus mostly on tech, but they have this innovation and you guys help with legal, with introductions to corporations, with technical help with uh helping them with that sales pitch all those things that you just mentioned oh so invaluable i can't even imagine and they also seem to collaborate with each other uh yes. from what i understand which is really cool also
2: as well as um you know and, and let me just make a shout out to eve burton who's our chairwoman for her lab this is her inspiration i mean she wow is so passionate about making a difference and really helping women get the capital they need to build and grow these companies. This, you know, all of this that that it exists is because of her just feeling so strongly that there needed to be a difference made. Uh, She, Eve is an EVP at Hearst and she's also um, head, you know, the chief legal officer and has a number of other responsibilities but she makes incredible amount of time for her Lab, for the founders. You know, We had a, a, a meeting with uh, Scott Cook from Intuit last week because Eve's on that board and she's a friend of Scott's and the founders just found it incredibly helpful. We also, a big part of the lab's mission beyond investing in helping these companies grow and, and thrive It's engaging a lot of the senior women at Hearst. So we have a scout community, probably now 130 women across all of Hearst's almost 400 businesses. And these women, um, uh, in addition to their day job, you know, donate time to work with our companies. They listen to pitches. They give feedback on sales pitches. They make introductions. Sometimes we might even pilot the solution within Hearst.
1: Well, uh, that's amazing. And let's talk a little bit about the history. So this has been around, I think you said around six years? That's right, 2016. Mm-hmm. Right, so relatively new. And I'm glad Eve's had that vision to see that, you know, if we don't do something to help fund and support these female founders, you know, who is? I mean, it's... we're. The sector is lacking so much in funding, as we talk about every week, you know, getting less than two percent of the venture capital. It's just ridiculous. So glad that uh, companies like Hearst are recognizing that and doing something about it, literally actually doing something about it. So bravo. and in those six years, it looks like, I think you said you've done
2: 40 investments so far? More than 40 now. More than and, 40, and, okay. And, and tens of millions of dollars have been invested. And right. We, we do an um, informal tracking of the valuation of the companies. Mm-hmm. And I think at the last dashboard I saw, uh, we had a total valuation of $1.7 billion. Wow. And, you know, like any kind of investment, not every company succeeds, but a large number of ours have. Um, I can call out, you know, a company that just last week announced that they had raised a $13.3 million uh, Series A led by Index Venture. The company is called Beam Impact. They joined our lab, I think, in early 2018, maybe late 2017, two amazing women who have founded this company focused on helping consumers while making retail purchases donate to social causes that they care about. And it's a win-win for the consumer who's who's consciously with every purchase they make, having this opportunity, but for the brands who care about social causes and really letting people know, you know, that you know, they they care about what their consumers care about ends up being making it for a sticky relationship. Yeah. Um, so just so wonderful to be with these founders when, you know, they just have an idea and they're just getting started and to watch with, you know, sort of the, the hard work and the tenacity that they put into getting to a point of raising a series a like that. And, Absolutely. And it's so interesting
1: that somebody on my show just last week mentioned, uh, beam to me. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Oh, I love yes. that. So that's on people's <laughs> radar. Yeah. Um, so you all really focus on, I have some notes here from our conversation, healthcare, transportation, bill pay, mostly software products? Yeah,
2: so mostly we focus on uh, data and software-enabled uh, companies. Hearst, I mentioned, has you know almost 400 companies. Most people know Hearst Corporation through their media businesses, which include still great businesses in the magazine, newspaper, and local TV. But what they may not know is that over many, many years, they've diversified and they're really a a diversified conglomerate at this point. They own, um, several healthcare related data and software businesses. There's a whole transportation business division focused on, um, private aircraft maintenance and part tracking, uh, the Black Book, there's Motors Organization. Um, They own the Fitch Group, which is in financial services. Mm -hmm. And also uh, Kubra with a K, that is a bill pay company. It's a white label bill presentment and bill payment and customer service solution. So really diverse. And if we can find a company that has some synergy with one of these businesses, you know, it really piques our interest. Let, you know, not to forget to mention that it's such a large enterprise that a lot of enterprise tech solutions make sense uh, in our portfolio as well. We have a, a for example, a, a cyber security solution that we invested in called Key Caliber. So there's, there's so much value that the broader Hearst Corporation as well as the Scouts I mentioned, can share and provide with these startup companies as they're sort of getting their feet on the ground and really figuring out how to navigate these different different industries.
1: Right, and I'd love to hear some success stories that have come out of the lab. One of them you had mentioned to
2: me was called, I believe, People Clerk. Yes, so <laughs> People Clerk's actually actively in the lab right now. Um, it's a husband and wife founding team. The CEO is Camila Lopez and they are automating the small claims court process and uh, really in a smart way, removing a lot of the friction, providing quite a bit of content and guidance to people that have to file in small claims court so that they're set up to succeed They have an incredible success rate. (laughs) And by the way, if you use their platform and you don't win in court, they refund you know, the money that, that you paid for using the software. That's they're, amazing. It is, it's, it's a great idea. And it's, a, it's. I've gone on the app and um, I don't think we all realize how many small claims cases there are. And most people, when they're going to small claims court, they don't have an attorney, they don't know how to navigate you know, the bureaucracy, the sort of the rules and the regulations are different in different jurisdictions. So we love this company and they're so enthusiastic and really taking advantage of the lab. It sounds like it's uh, democratizing that
1: situation where. Yes, maybe it someone... is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's a good way to put it, Catherine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there any other ones that you'd like to mention?
2: Yeah, sure. I, um, I'll just mention a company right now that's just about to graduate. It's called Talk Me Up. And it is, um, I think they like to say it's a professional coach at your fingertips. So one of the development areas I think we could all benefit from is communication training. And we're finding more and more as you know, people come out of college, they may have great you know, learning and, and skills, but communication, especially think about what's going on with COVID uh, is, is so critical. And so they have this amazing technology they've built. They came out of Carnegie Mellon University that um, uses audio and video technology, captures you practicing, maybe you're gonna give a talk or you're gonna have a hard message you have to deliver and gives you like a number of data points and feedback on specifically what you need to do to improve it. Uh, And then you're able to do it again, like it's unlimited how many times you can use the the software and the data is captured on how you improve and and, uh, also shared you know, with your management, your manager. So there's dashboard, a lot of data points. Um, we're actually using the technology within Hearst as well. So it's just, it's so fun to see, you know, when these uh, companies really begin to get more and more clients and get out to the big world. And uh, did you say this is AI based? Yes,
1: it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very. Yeah, the, the,
2: the CEO and founder is JJ Zhu. Uh, and she, um, she's just really smart has a great sales lead on board now and you know they're off to the races that's great and did you all help them locate that sales lead you know we did not in that case um i don't know if you've seen this Catherine. when you talk to startups uh what it's one of the hardest positions to fill i oh, think absolutely. i think absolutely i think most founders either come with a tech background. Or they come with a good business concept, but that doesn't mean they have sold. And I wonder, I haven't like captured any data on this. I wonder if it's even more tricky for women. Like, I One of my career journeys was management consulting. And I loved the problem solving and working with the clients, but I did not like selling at all. And I so think trying- most people do not like selling. Yeah. And that's why it's so hard
1: to find yeah. somebody good. And let's yeah. face it, out of all the salespeople, like, 20% are top of their game and 80% aren't because really people don't want to do it, but it is the most lucrative opportunity, but yes. it is really hard to find good salespeople. It but is. on the, on the, um, on a general basis, you all try to connect people to sales, legal, financing, how much do you all, like, w- at what stage could someone, someone listening has a amazing tech innovation, where do they have to be at? Do they have to have already created it? Do they have to have already have some funds coming in? At what point can they apply
2: to Hearst Labs? Well, first of all, you can find us on Um, hearstlab.com. We're we're enveloped within the hearst.com website, but you can just go to hearstlab.com and we have an application online. Uh, I would say in general, and then I'll, I'll caveat that, in general, we like to see that they at least have some kind of working software. It can be an MVP and they have done some pilots that demonstrate there are actually clients that are interested in this software. You know, Even better, if it's a paying client, I, I would say most of the companies that we invest in have some revenue. It might only be $25,000, but you know, they have something that demonstrates it's more than an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we like when there's two co-founders, <laughs> just because it's such a burden you know, to, to build these companies and have an, somebody you trust and bounce ideas off with and can share the load with is, is important, but that's not always the case. Once in a while, we might just fall in love with the founder, love what they're doing. like The problem they're solving resonates in such a big way that we might invest, you know, before they have, uh, an MVP or a working software, but what's I would the MVP. What is that oh, Minimum MVP? viable product. Sorry. Minimum um, viable
1: product. Just so yeah. our listeners know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: More like a, an alpha or beta version
1: of the software. Got it. Okay, great. What a great opportunity. And, um, where can they, okay, so they can go to herslab.com. Mm-hmm. Can they also find you all on social media? Yes.
2: We're very active on LinkedIn um, and you can find me there too, Beth Devin, um, and, on, and my colleagues uh, as well. We're, we want to get the word out. We are always interested in meeting startups, even if they're not a fit. I think we try to help founders navigate to what's the right solution for them.
1: Yeah. And I love that. And I know you've helped me guide some people that didn't fit into that tech category because you all know other opportunities for those outside of that consumer products and things like that. Um, Great. Well, uh, and, and also you had shared with me, you know, often uh, you know, people might wonder, well, how much would you invest in a company? And we've talked about, you know, as much as a half a million dollars plus all of the, uh, support. So it's really a, a, a golden opportunity if someone out there has an amazing tech or software solution that they want to get out into the market. So be sure to check out Beth Devin on LinkedIn and, of course, visit HearstLab.com to apply. And also, if you know somebody who has an amazing product, uh, have them apply. So um, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, Um, sure. Thank you for having me. You bet. And everybody, of course, knows they can find us on Instagram at Catherine Gray Invest in her uh, and also on all the social media. She Angel Investors. We encourage women listening to become angel investors um, and to. You know, this really is the way we're going to solve this issue is to have more women, more people of color and more LGBTQ investors in the marketplace because people tend to invest in people they identify with. So we really appreciate the work that Hearst Lab is doing to bring funding to those sectors. Thank you so much. Everybody make it a great week. Remember to invest in her, invest in another woman. And thanks again, Beth. Take care. And remember to check out the Wealthy Women's Summit, put on by our podcast sponsor, The Bra Network. Here's a message from their founder, Carrie Murray.
0: I know, we've all been to hundreds of conferences, just hearing the word conference, and you can picture the lanyard and the name tag and the taste of cold coffee. You wrap up, you post on Instagram, maybe you get a swag bag, you leave thinking, well, now that I'm empowered, what's next? How does this help my growth, both personally and professionally? Well, it's time to change things up. It's time to shake things out. Prosperity plus abundance. Flourish plus consciousness. That is the Wealthy Women Summit. Set for August 25th and 26th in the beautiful Long Beach Harbor, right next to the Queen Mary docked is the Sir Winson Yacht, because nothing says a conference about wealth than a conference that takes place on a yacht. We are going to be, have panels and speakers and workshops on all the different decks, everything to help you cultivate a life that is more than just wealth, meaning the money you have in the bank, but wealth in mind and body, wealth in leadership and growth, wealth in health, wealth in life. We want to provide you with a full experience of living a wealthy lifestyle. Now I want you to head over to the Summit.com website. It's We Wo W-E wo and use promo code INVEST to get 15% off your ticket to this very unique experience. See you this summer. Remember, if you're looking to launch a
1: business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com. Theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasik.